Welcome to Talk About It with Charles and Key. Listen in as this couple shares real conversations with much wisdom, strong knowledge, keen understanding, and thought-provoking life experiences that will captivate you, motivate you, and inspire you to move in your God-ordained destiny. Hey, we are so glad you have tuned in tonight. We are ready to just share, just share what's on our hearts. My husband has um, something question. that he wants to pose. So take it away, hon. I question for you. When is enough enough? Hmm. What do you mean by when is enough enough? All right, so this is what brought this topic to me. So I'm in a, I'm taking a shower. And it's stuff on the edge of the shower, right? So I knock one thing off. Then I put that up there. And then I knock another thing off. And I start, well, look, when is enough enough? When is enough stuff on this ledge in the shower for us? You know, just like life. Mm-hmm. When is enough enough? When is enough? Like, say, for example, when is enough enough for the enemy you know the enemy attacking you and coming at you mm. every day before you say you know what not that you go not just because you give it to the lord it, it's gonna stop but you know it would help right because you would have a blueprint the bible whatever so i i just i just wanted to know like when is enough enough mm, that is a very good question um i'm thinking about you're talking about first of all like uh plethora of objects in the shower yes and um i know i'm guilty uh for putting my shower gels and all those things up there but to to really get to the point of the matter um you're saying like when is enough enough i believe that when it comes down to the attacks i believe that the lord is trying to teach us something Mm -hmm. um sometimes we you know need to learn that lesson and I'm reminded of going back to Job when there's no way that you know as a believer that and and we're in line with the with what God is teaching us or telling us to do that we will be um attacked without him the enemy meaning the enemy going to the Lord and just like he did for Job because he can't just come at us right unless we have ourselves open the door up right so with that being said then God is the one who determines when enough is enough like each storm that we have been through you know testing trials or circumstances circumstances or situations that we have been through you know it always came to a point where God would give us a reprieve he would give us um that time to I, I say gather ourselves before you know something else to to some another test may come mm-hmm. but through it all if you look back over it God has always showed himself strong even in the time when when you know when we felt like this is just a lot this is just a lot when is this going to stop um case in point when it was very challenging for us financially years ago um we we learn we learn how to be um minimalist we learn how to take what we had and make something of it meaning like if it was um food we needed food you know mm-hmm. we would take we would come up with with ideas. some ideas to make some some 
dishes. I yeah. mean, some different um, dinners and different um, things to to eat. And and we was happy with that. You know, we were able to make do with what we had. Uh, we knew. Um, I'm reminded of that scripture also that Paul knew how to be a how to um, what is it about being a base and being a bow. He knew how to be content with in all situations. And, you know, sometimes I wrestle with that myself, even now, even now with all that God, the goodness of the Lord and how he's brought us through different things. I still wrestle sometimes when I'm going through something. Um, don't let me just keep talking. I mean, I'll be a good Google or Mooga. You Okay. Okay. All right. So let me rephrase the question. Okay. See if it'll change it. Okay. When is enough enough without God? Like, so like, for example, I like, like Job had, had God, you know, so in his circle, in his case, the Bible says that like in a day came and he lost everything, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he, just, everything. So then it goes down further and says that, you know, he, he still worshiped God, yes. shaved his head. Rent his garments, his clothes. He still praised God, right? Then his old crazy wife, not not all wives are crazy, just her. Said, won't you just curse him and die, right? So he had enough. He had enough when he told you know when his response to her. So I'm just saying, like, for the people that are that are not saved, when is enough enough for you to say, you know what, I can't do it on my own. I can't do it this way. I, I, I need help. And I feel as though like um, um, when when we were like you made the points of us when we had to go through our situations, but we had the Lord. He gave us these ideas and, the, you know, as we struggled and went through these um, financial situations, and other situations, too. It's not just financial, but he was there giving us strategy even in the midst of it so i'm i guess the the question i'm asking is you know like for the people that are i'm 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 actually asking the question to the audience like when is enough enough without the lord being in your life am i making sense i don't know because i'm thinking about this and i i can't like when was I mean, enough? When was enough enough for you? When you say, you know what, I, 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 I can't do this on my own. I you mean, know, everybody got a breaking point. So before I came to Christ, mm-hmm. um, and when I mean that, it's like when I when I truly came to Christ, because in the beginning I had a form of godliness and mm-hmm. lacked the power thereof. So when I truly had a heart conversion because it had to take place. So when you asked me the question, when is enough enough? Um, I had, I found myself back in the world and I found myself living, um, a sinful life mm-hmm. after coming to Christ several times. And like I said, going to church was on a, um, serving, serving mm-hmm. in the church yep. and, I found myself back in the world and that's because I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. Again, I said I had a form of godliness. Yes. It wasn't until I was introduced to the Lord and began to go through, um, truly understanding who he was for real 
understanding how much he loved me for real. So, so that's I when guess, you had enough. I guess the the yeah. breaking point was was a process. Right. When enough was enough because mm-hmm. it took some um I say falling down spiritually and getting back up and what I mean by that is uh, uh tried and in in mm-hmm. um tested and broken some brokenness and it wasn't until that brokenness happened where right. I was really able to you know, come to my wits end. So that's that part about you're saying when it's enough enough. Yeah, so yeah, 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 I, I came to it. myself mm-hmm. like the prodigal son did. Yep. And when the prodigal son came to himself, you know, because I was out like him, yep. you know, in the world, just like he was with the pigs sloshing and, you know, eating like the, the pigs were eating. I was eating the things of the enemy was feeding me. So when I came to myself after being broken, and, you know, God um, put me on his potter's wheel and I allow him to really do the work in me and learn who he was. That's when I, you know, I guess that's when the shift changed and the conversion changed. Right. So that's that's I guess that's the that's what that was the question I was asking. I was asking that you was like you 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 got it. You was like you like, like oh, wait a minute. What did you talk about? But um, for me. Um, you know, I, it took me a long time to get saved. As you know, you and I were in this church and every week I would say, not this time, (laughs) maybe next week, maybe next week, but not this time, maybe next week. Then I kept saying over and over and over, but then my situation started getting worse and um i didn't get saved to to like seek his hand but like was i guess trying to find out seek his heart not his hand right so but when i did finally make that decision because i had a breaking point of just i mean car giving out of gas no money, no nothing. And I was just in this situation, in this place. And when I did get saved that next Monday or whatever day it was, it was Monday, yeah. I ended up getting an offer at um, uh, um, a beverage company. You know what I mean? So I think, but after, even after that, you know, we were still doing, well, I was still doing, you know, crazy stuff, still drinking here and there, doing this and this and that. And then as I got older and I start, um, as I start seeing you, cause sometimes you need to see other people doing it. Right. So I saw you, um, you know, seeking God and, you know, you know, going to church and doing this and this and that. And I, it kind of drew me. And so I kind of saw an example of, what that looked like and what I was supposed to be doing because you can come in, you can get saved and still don't know what you, you know, what you supposed to be doing, right? Get saved and with no guidance. That's why a lot of them say, you know, once you get saved and they'll find you a, a, a Bible teaching church so you can learn and grow. And when I got saved, I really didn't have that. So I kind of, kind of grew through, just watching and 
you know, going through the process. And I did get at a good church, though, at, you know, at the Word of God at the time, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, and, and that's another thing, too. You know, if you have, it's, it's so, I could think about this, you know, just going back over and listening to you and you're stirring some things up. And I bless God for for you sharing it because that's the word of God. It says a sanctified wife sanctifies her husband. I, th- I hope I'm saying that scripture, right? Can you pull that up for me, babe? Um, because that's the word of God. And I, I truly thank God, but I believe that. So when God sent me to, um, the church that he sent me to, it was a smaller church and it was a, uh, deliverance church. And I knew that, I was battling some things, but I did not know that there was, you know, there were demons, you know, that were coming up against me. I didn't, I didn't understand it all. I knew that I was, something was, um, happening that was not natural, but I didn't know that there was, you know, language or language for it and that it was, um, because I didn't study my Bible. So when I got into this church and they began to take me, you know, to do deliverance counseling, of course, I didn't know it then. I just knew I was meeting with the pastor, but I learned throughout the year that this was deliverance counseling that I was receiving. And then he talked about deliverance. And when he and his wife took me through deliverance, I um, began to really receive freedom. And I'm going to tell you, I never experienced that type of freedom. So when I, I wanted it, I was craving that. I was like, oh my gosh, I woke up and I felt so different. Felt so light. Yeah, I felt so mm-hmm. light and, you know, and God's in that church, the husband and wife were prayer warriors and they were praying me through my healing and deliverance and teaching me about the word of God and teaching me about going in was prayer and teaching me about, you know, worship and praise. And we did these things. And that was really, that also helped. That was part of that potter's will being on the the Lord's will. And he was molding and making me then. And I see this in the spirit realm, being on a potter's will and being formed out of that clay. And that's what he was doing. And in the midst of that, as I submitted to, to the Lord and, um, learning, um, his love for me and my love for him, then my husband, um, just like he shared, that drew me. So that was still part of that breaking. Right. And the scripture you're referring to is First Corinthians 7 and verse uh, 14. This goes both ways. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Yes. So, you know, I guess... With the husband doing what he's supposed to do and the wife ain't, he'll pull her, he'll draw her and vice versa, you know? So yeah, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, that's the word. That's the word. So I Mm -hmm. bless God because, you know, for anyone that's listening out there and if you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, I, I really, I pray that you would get to know him because as, you know, as I was speaking about it and my husband, he, he taught, he's, you know, gave this message uh, when it's enough enough and I didn't know where he was going with it and we had not planned any of this but it is so it's so beautiful that how God um, just speaks to him and how he brought this right back to full circle because I began to start thinking about God and his goodness and how he drew me and how how he did it 
it was a hard place I was in that I had opened the door to. But in that, God began to send uh, send um, hate, help from the sanctuary, which mm-hmm. is also um, in the word of God. He sent help to me. He actually, he literally sent a friend that I met by taking her locker at work. And she knew I was dealing with some things. And she called me on the phone and said, why don't you talk to my pastor? And my smart mouth said, if he called me, I'll talk to him. But I ain't, I ain't going to call him. I ain't about all that. But, you know, I thank God <laughs> for his grace and his mercy, guys, because I cannot. I mean, I really was coming to the end of myself. You know what I mean? It was really enough was right. enough. And I didn't even realize enough was enough. I just knew I was in a bad place yes. and I needed a savior. So, you know, as we end tonight, just ask yourself. When is enough enough? When is enough enough? When am I going to stop going, getting in this hamster wheel all day, every day, doing the same things, getting the same results? Results. When is enough enough for you to say, you know what? Bump this hamster wheel. I'm out this mm-hmm. baby. You know what I'm saying? And, and start doing <laughs> And start doing other things, you know what I'm saying? Because it's honestly, seriously, doing other things. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like seeking God and just get like think about a hamster. Mm-hmm. They in this wheel, and they're going nowhere. Yeah, guys. I know. I'm gonna say, think about it. they in the, they in the in the in the in the hamster wheel, and they going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. When are you gonna? When is enough enough? When are you gonna stop doing the same things, yeah, getting same the same results? results? When it's enough, enough. Yeah, because they say that's insanity, right? That's in th- I mean, if you're doing the same thing over and over again and think you're going to get a different result, that's insanity. You you kind of, mm. you're tripping because it's not going to happen. And the antidote to insanity is Jesus. Yes, sir. Jesus, what I'm saying that is doing that. If you have a mental illness, I mean, he is the healer and deliverer. Mm-hmm. And he has medical, you know, there's medical um personnel that can help you with with you know a counseling or therapy mm-hmm. yep. and also back to jesus having mm-hmm. an answer yes. in his word in in his word there is answer for everything there were um lunatics in the bible mm-hmm. uh was a lunatic and specifically who was mm-hmm. demon fested mm-hmm. um a legion of demons That's so you know, God is the answer. He is. He is our antidote. He's our remedy. He's our way maker. He's our deliverer, our healer, our redeemer, our restorer. I, I, I mean, he's everything that we need. He is Yahweh. Mm-hmm. He is. So with that being said, um, just ask yourself, when is enough enough? That's it. That's all I got, baby. All right. Y'all have a good night. Good night.